I'm Jessica Wilson, and you're listening to Making It Awkward. Today, I'm so excited to share my conversation with Clara Nosick, likely known to many of you as at your dietitian BFF on Instagram and TikTok. Claire is a master at turning nutrition myths, topics, and hypocrisy into stitches, skits, and memes on social media. Today's episode is sponsored by registered dietitian Whitney Trotter of Bluff City Health in Memphis, Tennessee. She provides consultation to teams, clinics, and professionals to better serve their BIPOC clients with eating disorders and disordered eating. Whitney is also a registered nurse and yoga teacher who brings her depth of knowledge to help you become better equipped to handle BIPOC trauma in your practice. She will help you become a strong advocate for your clients. And I cannot recommend Whitney enough. Thanks to those who provided feedback about what you're interested in. Thus far, I've got neurodivergence, eating disorders, nutrition myths, and weight slash BMI on the list of topics you'd like to hear more about. All right, Claire and I have been mutuals on Instagram for years. We also collaborated on a short skit dispelling the need for alkaline water in order to best balance your pH. In this episode, Clara shares what she thinks is her role on social media and introduces her new program called DND. Do Not Disturb is a revolutionary text-based nutrition support service designed for those who are ready to tune out the noise and focus on their health. Clara, tell us about yourself. Hi. Okay. I am Clara. I am first-gen Filipina-American. I am the eldest daughter. <laughs> it's 80% <laughs> eldest daughter, 20%. Very sensitive. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. A little introverted, but mostly extroverted. I like to say that I am the most introverted extrovert you'll ever meet. I am a registered dietitian. I promote diet culture, obesity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I promote like a balanced and joyful approach to nutrition. Um, I have worn many hats. Currently, I work during the day as a clinical dietitian where I provide MT to a wide variety of patients who have a wide variety of diagnoses and conditions in my off hours in the wee night times. <laughs> I work, <laughs> I like doing some social media work. I run at your dietitian BFF where mm-hmm. I try to provide nutrition knowledge that's accessible and engaging It's like a nice blend of evidence-based insights with a touch of humor, I would say. Like it's very, I think it's like very light, but that's me. Yeah, more than a touch of those things. I often think they're hilarious. How did you, you, yeah, get started being a dietitian and making memes on social media? So I think the time that I started making dietitian content. I had, I was just like dabbling in the idea of starting my own private practice. And if it's Mm -hmm. virtual, you have to have like a virtual presence. Mm -hmm. And I quickly learned that like, I hate admin. So private practice, not for me, not for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But the social media aspect kind of stuck around because during that time, 
I felt like a lot of the content kind of looked the same and it mm-hmm. wasn't really speaking to me. Like I am not like, I even tried it. I was like, well, let me do like what everyone else is doing. And it was very clear that like, it just didn't drive like with who I am as a person. It wasn't like fun mm-hmm. or funny. It wasn't like, it just kind of all looked the same. And so I just started to make the content that I liked about the topics that I wanted to talk about. And then it kind of just snowballed into where I am today. So it's like a happy accident. And it's actually really fun. It's so fun, it seems. I mean, I (laughs) got to partner with you on a alkaline water kidney situation. And you made that in like five minutes. I sent you my videos. You had yours. (laughs) It was done. In like five seconds, I was like, I don't, I don't understand, but this is amazing. Yeah. I work you pretty got fast. Onto, yeah. You got onto TikTok. You know what it is? I think it's because I'm, hmm. I'm, you know how they have like YouTube babies or YouTube kids or like iPad kids. I think hmm. I was mm-hmm. a YouTube adult. And so a lot of the things, like if you didn't know what to do, you kind of just checked YouTube. If someone uploaded. Yes how to, you know, take apart a dishwasher. There's probably a video (laughs) for it. And I Mm -hmm. have that delusion where I'm like, I could probably do it. (laughs) So so that has been like, oh, I really like these like super skit things. How do you ideate a skit in your brain? Like there's like templates. These are like the things you should look out for. And I feel like a lot of it was like when I was in high school, I took like a TV productions class. So like I have some Mm. semblance of like what the scenes will look like in my brain. And then, and then I just can execute it very quickly. Mm -hmm. And then it's like one and done. And I I don't ever think about it ever again, (laughs) which is probably good and probably bad because like, I think that it's, (laughs) I'm on to the next, what's, what else am I creating? Well, tell us about maybe like your top five or so like favorite creations or the ones that have gotten the most feedback be positive or negative. Okay. So there was one. So I find that the content that I spend the least amount of time on does the best. Hmm. And so I have been leaning on that more heavily this year where like if it just comes to me, I'm just going to do it because Mm -hmm. I... I mm-hmm. like it and I <laughs> I think it's funny mm-hmm. and my whole life I have just been my mom will tell you this too like I can make myself laugh like I will give myself the giggles mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was just be like laughing at myself for like 20 minutes and then she's like you're crazy but I'm like no I'm hilarious <laughs> so it's fine <laughs> everyone's just so lucky to even share in how funny I am and so I have just been leaning towards that. So let's see some of my favorites. So my number one, I think, is the stitch on TikTok that I made where there was this really pretty girl talking about how she threw away an omelet that was made for her because it had it was made with canola oil. And Mm -hmm. I stitched it. I was like, oh, this is like a perfect example of that one page from Fearing the Black Body where she's quoting that like French author where how they like 
food elitism kind of started, like where that ideology came. And I think it's like so interesting to see like these very old ideas kind of sprinkling into Mm -hmm. modern day translations because it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. if you don't fix it, like history will repeat itself. And I think that this is just like one of those instances, like very, it's very cool to see. So I just had made a stitch of that video very like in between, like, I think my kids were in the living room. I was like, Oh, I'll read the, I'll read the page and then I'll, I'll read like some history on it. And then that's it. And it talks about how like food elitism is like an ancestral practice of like thin white people. Like this is just what they do. Mm-hmm. This is like, so that's probably like my most favorite, like chef's kiss video I've ever made. I made like just some infographic on like where I conceptualize health to be influenced by. So I put in a lot of like where wellness plays into consideration, systemic oppression, social determinants of health. And it was just like a really pretty like bubble. Cause I like, I like when things look aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. and it turned into like a whole thing where it was like this girl had picked a fight with me and said like, I don't understand this. Like people can better their situation. And I was like, no, the whole point is that like, there are many things that play into how, a person's health is impacted also like how that status comes to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And she just like, was not, she's like so committed to like not getting it. And so I turned that kind of into like a teachable moment. I don't really like to fight on the internet. So I just kind of (laughs) like, if I can provide verbiage for other people who get in similar Mm -hmm. situations, I think that that's just a little bit more helpful than me. Like, telling that person off it's like no i've like i'm not going to convince you right no one has ever said mm-hmm. oh i changed my mind because i saw an instagram post that's never been the case <laughs> for the most part <laughs> so i'm like i'm not here to change your mind i'm just here to show other people who might be in similar situations that mm-hmm. here are some ways to navigate that conversation with mm-hmm. some evidence some receipts if you will here's here's some proof boom 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 and then i make it funny because i like i'm like this reminds me of a scene from real housewives of beverly hills this looks like this scene where like (laughs) that meme where it's taylor and she's yelling at a cat like it's just all those things are happening all at once like in my brain when these things are happening so that's number two number three Mm -hmm. i it's not like one post, but I went through like an artsy phase. I was like, I really love like the procreate drawings. I love the way they look. I think they're so fun. And so I did like a whole series of them where I made just Instagram friends into mermaids. And like, it was just like really fun. So that was like just one thing we have to like really scroll to get there. And then let's see more recently. I made a Real Housewives of Dietetics reel, just like something funny, silly. And it was funny because I had the, I saw it online. It like came up on my feed and I was like, this would be funny as like dietitians, just like for the millennials who love the cringy stuff. I just like freaking love it. And so I texted everybody and I was like, hey, I have an idea. Do you have time to get this to me in like the next 48 hours? And they're like, yeah, what is it? I'm like, okay, here's what, here's what I need you to say. Here's all the information. Here's the background I need you to use. Here's this. And then send it to me. And everyone sent it to me and I like pieced it together because I like already knew what I was going to do. 
when I had it. And it was just like so much fun. And I wish that like dietetics was more fun because I think it's like so heavy. And, and I get that. I don't really want to make light of these like very heavy situations, but I think that like, it can't be like all heavy all the time because it's like, it, it becomes burdensome. You like burn out. You can't mm-hmm. be silly goofy. I'm also the type of person mm-hmm. to like, if something is like fucked up, I like have to crack a joke. Even when I'm in intense pain, I like start to laugh. When I gave birth <laughs> to my daughter, when I was like, when I was in labor with my first kid, I like would go through the contractions and it would just like make me laugh. And the nurse would be like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, it really hurts. She's like, well, that's a different <laughs> response to pain. And I was like, I don't know. I'm broken. I can't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so yeah, I think that those are probably like my fave ones so far. Yeah. How did you become a dietitian? I went through my quarter life crisis. I graduated with my bachelor's in biology and I was like, okay, what am I going to do next? Cause like here in the central Valley, if you like get a bachelor's in biology, the next step is to go work at a winery or for the almond factories mm. or, you know, something mm-hmm. food, like something science related. Cause there's a bunch here, right? Like Livermore labs is like down the street not down the street, but like mm-hmm. it's here. So like, I didn't really want to do that. And at the time I was like neck deep in going to the gym twice a day. I was like prepping all my meals. I was like going to bed at 7 PM so that I could wake up at four and like go to the gym in the morning and you know, all of that stuff. Wow. I was like in my mm-hmm. sporty spice era and <laughs> I had a lot of friends who were doing body shows and I was like looking at like what they were doing. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. The foods that you're having for these body shows. Um, who's your coach? Like mm-hmm. what's their background? And it's just another bro, right? Like body shows are hard. <laughs> and so I'm not knocking them and whatever, like they're so intense, but I was like, that's interesting that like, it's just another bro coaching another bro not to be reductive, but that's what it is. And I was like, that's so interesting that there's like no other team, no mental health support, no dietetic support, none of that. And then I found a Mm -hmm. girl who was a, she was a bro, like a gym bro, but she Mm -hmm. was like, I think she said she was like going for her dietetic, like to become a dietitian. And so I looked at into it because of that. And then I found a program it was actually like in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> I talked to the, he was the chair at the time. He was like, you can be in and out of here in three years because of your degree and all the classes you've already taken. You can like cut all those classes out. You'll be in and out. It's going to be expensive because it's a didactic program, but it'll be efficient, right? You can start working pretty quick. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like I'll do that. And I, why don't I, why not? Right. I tried it. I got in, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> So I, that's how that happened. It was just kind of like happenstance. And then I met my now husband and I got stuck there for like seven years, but now we're back in the land of sunshine and I'm a dietitian. Mm -hmm. That's a good story. Uh, Do you want to say any more about 
body shows in like your sporty spice era, I can imagine the people in your comments who are like, mm, that's diet culture are going to be like, ooh, you were totally participating in diet culture. I was. No, and I'm not shy to like talk about it. Like I'll even talk about like, I, you know, I, in my sub stack, I, someone asked me like, how do I find clothes that like look good on my body? And my answer is like, I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I'm working through that myself. Like I have like no shame in talking about like, I think about it, right? Like I counsel people who take GLP ones, who I counsel people who are going through like the process of getting bariatric surgery. I talk to like, I have those Mm -hmm. types of conversations like on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. and I consume Mm -hmm. content. I consume TV and I look at magazines when I'm in the grocery store. (laughs) I'm not like on my phone and I don't get them (laughs) sent to my house, but I'll look at them like at a library, like, like a library, Mm -hmm. but my library is the grocery store. And so (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I think, I think it's not like I, for me, I think it's normal to have those kinds of thoughts just because it's like, if you are not having those thoughts, like good for you, but I don't shy away from addressing those things. Cause I think what we see on Instagram specifically, like in the anti-diet circle is almost this like healed look. Like this is what healed <laughs> looks like. Yeah. And it's always some very beautiful, thin white girl with like cookie all over her face. Cause she's like, I allowed myself. <laughs> I allowed myself to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who eats like that? Nobody. Why are you eating like that in the first place? Like, that's so weird. And so yeah. I think that like, it's just, I'll tell people like, I used to do two days when it's like, oh, I see people who are like, I'm trying to get more gains in the, in the gym. It's like, okay, well, you have to increase this mm-hmm. and increase that. You have to prioritize these things. Are you doing your pre and post workout stuff? Or like, what are we doing? But I, I don't think that like, under the umbrella of, is it diet culture? Probably. But like, I don't know. I think that that is so limiting in and of itself because food choices are so complex that you can't really say like, this is the definitive line. And I think when you draw that definitive line, it becomes a diet in itself. And it's like, "Mm, you're very much giving to me, like you need a higher level of care. And whatever you're doing now is not really working. <laughs> so shout out to mm-hmm. your care team, but also maybe we should elevate it a little bit. We should bump <laughs> it up. <laughs> we need to go somewhere else. Yeah. No, I appreciate what you said about the I am healed space. I find so strongly that there are anti-diet folks that are like, you're either anti-diet or you're pro like intentional weight loss, or you're doing intuitive eating, like in all of its principles, or you're just putting people on diets. Like there's two options. It's a binary. If you're not doing one, then you're doing the other. And I'm like, wow, that is not the case (laughs) at all. So yeah, I love that you're able to hold a bunch of things and yeah, meet people where they are in reality because yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think that it would be nice that if you could just like opt out, right? Like, oh, I don't do that Mm. anymore. Who wants to live life on hard? 
nobody, like nobody's opting to make their life harder. (laughs) Everybody, you know, and it's kind of like this idea that like, there's so much shame around it. And it's like, you can't even see it. Like I had, I did like an AMA, someone wrote in and they were like, I just did my mommy makeover and I am so happy for myself about it. And I shared it. I was like, I'm so happy that you made a decision to do whatever you wanted to do for you. And my DMs were like, it varies when you get pregnant, your body changes. And sometimes some of those changes are permanent. Okay. And some parents who get pregnant um, opt to Mm -hmm. restore pre-baby body via surgery. Okay. And so it's sometimes it's like, it could be like a boob lift, a tummy tuck. Sometimes it's the neck. Sometimes it's like, you know, from head to toe. Varying intensities of alteration. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But... Was someone who posted it because I think I had posted about like, I can't wait to get my, I refer to my boobs as gym socks with a navel orange. <laughs> my boobs, so lovingly, they worked hard. Okay. Cause I breastfed two babies <laughs> for a year each. Mm-hmm. And now they look like tube socks with a, an orange in them or like a grapefruit, depending on <laughs> if I'm getting my period or not. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're like that. And I had posted about it and I was like, oh, can't wait to get those bad boys back up to my shoulders as opposed to like tucking, tucking them into my belly mm-hmm. button. Um, and mm-hmm. someone had written in like, I just got my mommy makeover. I saved up for it. I'm so happy that I did it. And so many moms mm-hmm. were like this, isn't that diet culture? Isn't this diet culture? Isn't that diet culture? And, and I think that was probably like the start of my like, Oh my gosh. I am part of the problem. Mm. I'm part of the problem mm. of like everything diet culture and like kick, kick it out, blah, blah, you know, all of it. And I was like, okay, there's something else here. I am missing it. Mm. I need to take the blinders off. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Am I causing harm? Am I adding to the mental load of trying to make decisions? Speaking to that binary, I think that like it's wild. There's so many things that people can do people share oh i am social media friends with someone in like the diet space right and so many people oh, are like are you <laughs> so scandal she'll like she'll like comment on my stuff and we like yeah we're friendly like she's she's my social media friend i probably would hug her in real life right like whatever and uh <laughs> Like, so many people are like, how could you even, you know, isn't that person part like participating in it? Like, isn't that person part of diet culture? And then how can you even be friends with someone like that? I'm like, what is it like to be the world's most perfect person? It's usually my response. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I am not that person. So you tell me, what is it like to be the, the most moral the best consumer because I need to take a class from you. (laughs) (laughs) And that usually cuts that conversation off pretty quick. But yeah, it was like, it's so wild. And then I kind of went down that rabbit hole. I read like cultish and I read 
couple other books that were like, this is, it's a cult. This is in my brain. That's what it is. So the title of this could be The Anti-Diet Space is a Cult with Clara. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So that's a great segue into what you're putting out in January. Tell us about it. (gasps) The majority of my friends have their own private practice. And I am not that girl. I'm not. I do it, you know, mm-hmm. at the hospital, outpatient, and it, it, that checks off that box for me for talking to people. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to yeah. talk to anybody anymore. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't like yeah. talk to you socially, 15 minute, like quick and quick and dirty stuff. And so I was like, I had started kind of like a series. It's not really a series, but like on TikTok, kind of like just gentle reminders to eat food, drink some water, maybe go for a walk if it's accessible to you. Like I remember I did one that was like, you can't, you're telling me you can't eat a meal, but you can remember to take like 72 different supplements. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> like, mm, pick another one, pick another lie to me. And so I had a lot of the comments I were getting were like, oh my God, can you just like send this directly to my phone? Can you, I need this like in real life. Mm-hmm. And, and so I mm-hmm. am launching D and D it's like, do not disturb. I am just trying to get enough right in, in this economy or like just trying to get by. And so it will be a daily, sometimes multiple times a day, depending on how spicy I'm feeling that day, reminder text to your phone um, to eat something. But it's instead of me just like typing it like, hey, hon, don't forget to eat something. It'll be a little sassy. It'll be a little hurtful. Might feel like I'm bullying you, but like it'll come from a loving place. And so (laughs) I feel like it, it's nice because I know for myself, I'm trying to be less online. And I mm. think that like it, the text message is just enough on the phone, but enough away from doom scrolling, right? Like mm-hmm. you get it, you see it, maybe you respond, maybe we have a little dialogue or maybe not, but it, it's there. And like, I think it's kind of like just that gentle reminder that some people might need. And in January, we're kind of running it like a beta program because I really want to make it so that way it feels like just a very light lift, but enough to put that bug in your ear to be like, okay, maybe I should take a snack with me. I'm going to have a long day. Maybe I should grab my, like bring my water bottle with me. That is launching in January. And I'm like so excited about it. And I think that it might like, I like the first group I feel like will be like so tight and I can't wait to like, start like inside jokes on there. And I have my ideas that like it Mm. becomes kind of just like this other non-social media related way to connect with people where it's like, I'm Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing in my brain is like, you'll get a text from me and maybe sometimes it'll be like, Oh my God, just between us. When you see this word, like drop a, drop a pumpkin in my comment on that post, because that post is for like, whatever for the, the relating to this. And it'll kind of be like a check-in for you to be like, Oh, when was the last time I had a snack? When, when did I eat last? 
while you're doom scrolling without me yelling mm-hmm. at you directly. <laughs> so it's like me talking to people, but like not having to so physically what, talk to people. Yes. What are some examples of like language or type of stuff that you'll have? Are you going to like recommend just eating or certain foods or whatnot? Um, no, it will be very basic. So it'll kind of be like, are you starting to feel worried about the toxins <laughs> in your food? <laughs> and yet we're here. And when was the last time you washed your straw to your one bottle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, baby, you are worried about the wrong things. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. that, like a very gentle, like, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe I should go wash my straw today. <laughs> It's been a couple days. <laughs> you know, I've gotten people who are like, well, I just put water in it. And it's like, uh, what? Mm. Do you put your mouth on it? I'm going to. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just like, Do I'm going to throw up a little bit. Been? Yeah. <laughs> and so just like stuff like that. Like, oh, it didn't feel good when that one person ghosted you. Why are you ghosting your hunger? Make it mm. make sense. What's the sign-up process? Like, because as people who listen to this will know that I struggle sometimes to, like, prioritize eating because I'm not an adult. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to sign up. I'm going to do it. What can people expect when they sign up? So you will get directed to my website. If you go on my website, clarinosic.com, there's a little button that says work with me. Um, There is a... A little button, you'll see my face and it says, do not disturb. <laughs> and you can click on it, check out. There's a little intake form. And for whatever reason, it takes you back to the main page. And then you have to click the little shopping cart. And then from there, okay. if you click the shopping cart, you can check out. It's a little mm-hmm. circuitous. Not my fave. I'm working on it to see if there's an easier mm-hmm. way. Because even for myself, mm-hmm. if it, it like if it's more than three clicks, I'm like, I'm out of here. This is not intuitive mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. So I'm working on it um, to find an easier way, but that's okay. it. And then once that information comes up, you are in and then probably we'll see if I can send out almost like a text test message, like around New Year's, like before New Year's between the 25th and the 31st. And then we'll be rocking and mm-hmm. rolling. Every day, every day, it's going to be like, oh my God, you're so annoying. And then I'm wondering if like, I hope like some of the feedbacks, like, you know, I don't like it every day, maybe once in a while, maybe every couple days, maybe, mm. you know, I mm. need a one water. I need them separate. Cause I know like my husband has ADHD mm. and I know that like, I can't rattle off this, 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 and that you have to do this. You have to do this and you have to do this. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And so I know that like for some people, you need those separate. And so I'm hoping that like this first month will help me kind of like figure out those timing things. And if it's more helpful, if it's like Mm -hmm. separated or together, because a lot of that stuff you don't really know until you're like in it. Right. You don't really know until you're doing it. And so I'm hoping that first month will Mm -hmm. be kind of like a getting to know process. But I think it also will be a nice like trauma bonding experience. <laughs> so are people all going to get the same message? Is it like a mass message or what's the format? I think that 
in the beginning, there will all be the same text. But the way that it works is like on my end, I'm able to see everyone's Mm -hmm. stuff and the messages come straight to me. So like the platform I can see, I can have like, like say you texted back and you're like, this hurt my feelings. Then I could, I could Mm -hmm. come back on and text you back and be like, I'm so sorry that you're feeling that way. LOL. It's not really an apology. Um, Mm -hmm. And kind of tailor it that way, right? Like maybe I need to have a level of spice. Like how, like, do you like it when people are mean to you? Do you want like a gentle bully? Mm -hmm. And then I, (laughs) I can then tailor it to that. And the platform kind of puts people in groups. Like it's really cool. I love the, the, so my hope is like, I talk to you like in your love language, like my love language is a full roast, right? Like if people aren't cracking jokes, like, are you, do you mm-hmm. not like me? Like, we're not going to be cracking up. Like, it's not gonna be funny times. He he ha ha. I'm mm-hmm. going to take it a little too far. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just sit here. I'll talk about the weather. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's some people who really <laughs> like that and some people who don't really like that. And so I, my hope is that I can kind of have it tiered to the spice level that someone really likes. Cause I really want it to feel mm-hmm. like I'm just your bestie texting you like, Hey, what are you worried about? I'm worried about glycophosphates. Like we could have those kinds of conversations. And then I could be like, Oh, here's, here's a peer reviewed study. Here's a PMID on <laughs> why no. <laughs> and then it's like, Oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. And I'm like my big long-term video or like vision is that like it kind of becomes a place where I know that I won't be able to provide one-on-one dietetic whatever, but I could be like, oh, here is a list on if I ever start a blog, like here's a list of dietitians that you could talk to. Here are people that I think you might match with. Like you know, kind of that thing. Cause I do that already in my emails. Like I get emails. Oh, can I work with you? Or I, I really need a mm-hmm. dietitian. And I really resonate with you. And I'm like, I'm not really taking people one-on-one, but what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I feel like these are the types of dietitians that you would like. And sometimes it mm-hmm. works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think like kind of just that connection is really important, right? Like I, have those RD to B's who are like, where do I get, or new RDs who are like, where do I get my CUs? Cause they really talk to you about that, oh. right? In school, they're just like, yeah. Okay, bye. And it's like, these are expensive mm-hmm. and whatever. I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't ever pay for them. What are we doing? Like, go to this website. When I get an email, I'll send it to you. <laughs> So you can sign up on their list and they'll send it out. And as long as you're doing it, like every couple of weeks, like you'll get to your, was it like 75 in five years? Mm-hmm. Like you'll get there and then maybe every you pay for the ones week? that you really like. What? Well, cause I get like all those emails. Yeah, I saved like all 75 for like the last two years. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. I, <laughs> I just let them run. I listen. I do the little thingy. I'm doing other stuff. Yeah, no, I, I get like in my hyper fixations. Like sometimes I'll be like, like I can listen to like three, four books in a month and then I won't listen to any book mm-hmm. for like three months. Gotcha. Then I'll be like, Oh, I really want to 
do whatever. And so I kind of try to like, I get, I get stuck. You mentioned that you have a Substack, which I did not know. Is there, do you want to talk about that and promote anything else that you're doing? Yeah. Okay. So I am in 2024, really trying to move away from being on my phone. Like I got my hours on my phone. Mm -hmm. It was anywhere from like six to seven hours a day. It was from like 10. (laughs) 10. From 10. I feel like that's really good. I know. Sometimes it's just because like I have like my, I know, like pat on my back. Um, (laughs) And so I Mm -hmm. am just like trying to get it down more and more. Right. Like sometimes it's because I'm reading books. I like edit on my phone. So I'm on it for like an hour doing that. I'm, you know, there's other things. I'm not just like doom scrolling for seven hours a day, but regardless, I, I would like to be on it less. And so in 2024, I'm really trying to be very intentional. And so finding other avenues Mm -hmm. of connection via, you know, the do Mm -hmm. not disturb via Substack, via, I think that's all I have right now. But like those two, I feel like are really Mm -hmm. fun new ways to, you know, you can opt in and then Mm -hmm. opt out. My Substack, I I named it dupe. Like it's like, you know, the other, the other website. Um, And then there I kind of answer some of the AMAs that I get from my Instagram where I can answer in a Mm. much more thoughtful and like long form. Cause I'm not, I'm not a blogger. Mm -hmm. I, I can't the way my brain works. If I get a long email, it's clocked out. I can't do it. I need like a TLDR. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of nice when I have like Mm -hmm. something I, feel really passionate about that I can write longer things on that it doesn't have to fit mm-hmm. like on multiple screens on like in a story on Instagram and it has a place to live long term. Mm-hmm. And so in there, in my dupe substack, I do pretty much a lot of everything. It's pretty much as chaotic as my Instagram account. So I talk about, I do like <laughs> weekly. <laughs> I know I really tried. I am so envious of all those like, wellness influencers whose like aesthetic is so like beautiful like they're they're beautiful and their scenes yeah yeah <laughs> they're be- yeah you know literally there's nothing and there's no surprises i know i'm gonna see a green juice i know i'm gonna see a walk a beach <laughs> scene on an ice an ice dunking what are they called an ice plunge <laughs> a dunk uh a polar plunge, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Like you're going to see it. You're going to see abs. You're going to see <laughs> a clean kitchen. <laughs> you're going to see like, like you just seem like, Oh my God, I love it. It's like, it's like reality porn, right? Like you're just like, Oh my yeah. God, it's so good. But I'm never going to be that girl. Never, ever. My kids, my life. I feel like it always looks like there's a tornado that ran through mm-hmm. in my life, in my brain. <laughs> everywhere. And so like my subtext kind of like that. So we talk about like, we do the AMAs. I talk about things that I'm like hyper fixating on. So sometimes it's like Mm -hmm. products, TV shows, TikTok, rabbit holes. Mm. Those are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then I do like a weekly review of the things that I made the week before. And so I, I Mm. provide all of like my feedback on the recipe, things that I changed, 
Um, I provide the link so you can like do it yourself. And then for the paid people, I also provide a grocery list. <laughs> so like you don't have mm-hmm. to do anything. It's all there because I give you my grocery list. This is like what I bought. This is what you can buy. And it makes it a little bit easier. Wow. Um, Whoa. And so and sometimes I add my own recipes, like things that I've made. My hyperfixation salad is on there because I've been eating it mm-hmm. for like a month straight. It's my favorite. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. so good. My body is part burrata at this point. <laughs> I, just, I wish that they made burrata smaller because like that four ounce ball is like too big sometimes. I just want like a two ounce ball for a little bit of cream. Okay. But I can take that put up that, at my grocer. <laughs> put that into the universe. Yeah. I just need mini balls Great. in a big container. <laughs> Clara, thanks so much for your time and being open to coming on the show. Oh my God. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. I hope Um, we can do an in live IRL, IRL recording one time. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing how you continue to make things awkward on social media. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Thanks again to Clara for coming on to talk about her work. I'll be part of her beta testing group with the spicy setting turned all the way up. And you can get more information at her website, claranosic.com. Instagram and TikTok are at your dietitian BFF. Links in the show notes. Next week, I'll be talking with two women who review romance novels about their experiences with the genre, and they'll provide some last minute gifts for anybody who's still looking. Romance novels can definitely be awkward sometimes. Clara will keep making things awkward, and I hope you do too. This episode was sponsored by Whitney Trotter and the Legacy of Sacramento Outboard Services. It was edited and mixed by Jen Jacobs and is a production of The Body Politics.